So when I decided to start doing figure prep, um, people told me that prep was going to be hard. They're, they said it was going to be all discipline and it was going to be the hardest thing that I'd ever have to do, stuff like that. Um, but they didn't tell me what it would be like to do figure prep on quarantine. And so right now, as I'm speaking, it is uh, Tuesday, July 7th. And uh, this is the second time that the gyms have closed down since my uh, prep has started. I've had to start, I started my prep, then had to stop it. Uh, and then I restarted it and we're going to try to not stop the prep uh, because that would suck. But uh, basically there is a whole lot of drama due to Corona uh, and also Arizona is known as uh, being a hot spot for cases of Corona. And so also in this podcast, we will not be focusing specifically on Corona, but we're going to be more so talking about like the functionality and uh, actual like importance, not importance, but uh actual like fun stuff about prep um but i just wanted to give you a little update first and foremost um so yeah anyway the gyms have closed down about a week ago but a lot of gyms stayed open because they tried to sue our governor but today it was released in the news that the lawsuit is no like it didn't work or it didn't go through or however However you word that. Basically, um, the gyms have to close now. And so there are a lot of smaller gyms in the area that are trying to stay open. But it's more so like if they stay open, then the police have the right, I believe, to strip them of their business license. And so the gyms are only theoretically supposed to be closed for 30 days. So that means that on July 27th, I believe, will be the day that everything can open back up. Uh, so we will see how that goes, but I am staying strong. I am working with a new coach now. His name is Ula or Coach Juicy. Um, and basically the reason why I switch coaches is my, my first coach, she was great. She did, she did a good job. I saw a lot of progress, but I just, I need a coach who will be a lot more into the bodybuilding side of things and I felt like my first coach absolutely no disrespect to her but I felt like she she did a really good job with um like lifestyle clients and she she made people see progress and she lifted these women's butts and she made their arms look toned and stuff like that like she did a good job but I need someone who's going to be a lot more knowledgeable and someone who's also not afraid to give me knowledge when it comes to um like bodybuilding side of things I felt like there were a lot of times where I would ask her a question and she would just kind of like not really give me an answer or like uh, she would be like, oh, we'll talk about that closer to your show. And I like, I mean, that's fine. But like I said, I just I think, oh, I think I should have maybe done a little bit more research and just like different coaches have different methods. And um, I just needed to find a coach who is a lot more hands on with um the process uh, because it's a, this is my first competition. So my coach, we do weekly check-ins uh, with the prior coach and we only did monthly check-ins. Um, and my coach is a lot more consistent. He just kind of gave me everything up front. Um, but also if I have questions, I can text him and he'll answer me right away. And I feel like he's approachable. I also feel like my first coach was approachable. So that's, that's not a difference, but um, I just like, I feel like I'm getting a lot more, knowledge out of this second coach as well and maybe it's just a trial and error thing where I'm learning more what questions I wanted to ask in the first place but um 
moral of the story, we have a new coach. He is great. And I have been seeing incredible progress. Um, I'm on week four of being on prep with him. My goal is to be ready for a show in October. Uh, there is the Arizona Open. That's a show that I will be trying to be ready for. If I cannot be ready for that show, I will be doing the Terminator in November. And I believe it's like November 17th or something like that. Um, and so basically I am, oh, let's do math. I'm about, I, I believe the math is that I'm about um, 16, I'm either like 15 or 16 weeks out from the the Arizona Open in October. And then obviously add a few weeks to then get me to November. If I'm not ready to compete by November, I have absolutely no problem with um, just like competing in 2021 with things being so uncertain this year. I know a lot of bodybuilders are waiting until 2021 to compete, which is absolutely fine. That's just how it goes. Um, But... My goal, my goal is to win. My absolute end goal, we're going to talk about that here real quick, okay? So my end goal with bodybuilding, initially what I wanted to do is I wanted to be, I just wanted to do one competition, see if I could do it mentally, physically, whatever. Um, But I realized that I don't want to do just one competition. I think I do want to make this a regular thing for me. Um, So the end goal would be to make it to a national show and compete in a national show. So basically the way it works, how I understand, um, is that I will, this first competition, I will compete as a true novice. And basically that just means that this is my first ever time competing. And so I will compete. And then, uh, my goal is I would have to win my class. Uh, but then I would also compete in the overarching classes at the end of the day, the day being show day. So I would compete, and then if I place among the first three, um, I think it's typically the first three. However, I heard that they were going to make it the top five in 2020 because of everything that's happening corona-related. Excuse me, everything that's happening corona-related. I think that they're trying to, that they as in the NPC, are trying to generate a little bit more revenue, which makes sense because so many shows had to get canceled. Uh, So I think they're making it a little bit easier to qualify into other different shows. Um, But it might, like I said, I think it's the top five now. But anywho, so I will have to place in the top at like the overall show. So I'll be competing with all the girls, regardless of their division, regardless of their height, stuff like that. And so like if if I'm competing against I'll be in like the five foot four and under because I'm five foot three and a half. Um, unfortunately, I could never make it to five foot four uh, height wise. Um, I ask the doctor every single time and they always say no, not quite. But um, so like it, at the end of the day, I believe I will be competing with people who are taller than me, uh, people who competed and like, like maybe it's not their first time competing. It could be their second or third time competing, but they just haven't made it to the national show yet. Obviously, the ideal would be to make it to nationals right away. Uh, both of the shows I just mentioned are national qualifiers. So what that means is that if I if I do place, then that means I can go to a national show. And then, so ideally, I would make it to nationals. And then, like I said, I would want to compete in nationals. Once you compete in nationals, a lot of times bodybuilders just kind of stay there. They'll compete like probably three or four times. Um, But 
once you win basically the overall show for nationals, then you get what's called your pro card. And most people have heard of the term. Um, I also, this is just my understanding. I have very little understanding of the way the actual competition works. Um, but basically if you win a national show, then you get your pro card. And then once you get your pro card, then you compete in like world, world shows basically. And then once you get like to the world show, that's when like things like the, uh, like the Olymp Olympia, I believe, um, competition happens and all that fun stuff. So like, if you hear someone saying like, Oh, I'm Mr. Olympia or Mrs. Olympia, that's kind of like where that all comes in. Um, and at that point it's kind of, I heard it's kind of just like a genetic race maybe, um, where it's like, if you, you could be like amazing at bodybuilding, but if one person just has better genetics than you, then like the chances of them winning, like just is. And, um, when I, when I talk about genetics, basically what I mean is a lot of bodybuilding is all about symmetry. Uh, basically you're trying to look like a trophy, um, is the way that I explain it to people who don't know about bodybuilding. But, um, so, uh, Everyone has a little bit of an abnormality about them. Some people have like one leg is longer. Some people have, um, you know, like their abs are a little kind of off centered. Like that's just how it happens. And you can kind of like, you can get um, like, you can go to the chiropractor and they can help like maybe push the muscles in like a certain way. But like at the end of the day, it's your body. Um, I guess, and like I know people, especially with abs, I know that sometimes people's abs change over the years uh, and they become more like the shape of them actually changes. And so I am at the unfortunate uh, point right now where <laughs> I don't have abs. I'm so sick of not having abs. Um, I'm working on them and I just, I, I they're going to come. I, I know it, but I, I have some time too. But I just, I, I want my abs so badly. Um, so, I mean, like, I don't know how long it's going to take. I know my body fat percentage is consistently dropping. I think right now I'm probably at closer to like 16, 17%. Um, maybe even 15. I'm not too sure. I haven't gotten it measured. I actually will have to talk with my coach about how to get that measured. Um, but, but yeah, so like my abs are coming and that just comes from a little bit of a I like I do train my abs, um, but I think some of it just naturally comes from my body fat percentage being lower, and it also depends on each person. Obviously, each person's different, but um, let's reel this all back in a little bit. So I am trying to be ready to compete. Uh, as far as the whole gym thing goes, like I said, a lot of local gyms have been open, and um, I right now I'm going to a local gym. I did acquire a training partner since the last time that we have spoken. And so she's been great. Uh, her husband is a really big bodybuilder here in Phoenix. And so he has like his whole crew. Uh, and so I work out with her because she also knows a lot about lifting and she's also very passionate about it. And I don't know if you guys have heard of the Kohler effect. Um, but basically the Kohler effect speaks on the fact that if you hang around certain people, you're going to eventually become those people. And while the guys and everything in the group, they're all kind of like their own group, but like we all are in the same room a lot of the time. A lot of the times we'll train the same body grouping at the same day. We'll do a lot of the same workouts. So 
just by being around them and like seeing their example and like seeing how hard they push and stuff like that, that naturally will just inspire me to push myself harder. And Natalie also does a lot to inspire me as well. And so, um, I mean, like it's, it's really, we got a good thing going. Um, I've been changing ever since I started working out with Natalie specifically, I've changed a lot. Like it's, it's literally like each week, it's like something different that I noticed. For example, uh, this week, my quads have been just popping. And like, I took a video and I posted it on my Instagram. Speaking of which, my Instagram is at Sarah's figure. That's S-A-R-A-S figure, F-I-G-U-R-E. Um, all one word and everything. But I posted a boomerang on my story and you could see all of my individual quad muscles popping. So it was like, you, you could see like the one, two, three, Um, and so that was awesome because that means that I'm doing a good job. And like, I also, I've been told by some people that my legs are getting bigger. Um, so that's been good. Uh, and like other weeks, like yesterday or not yesterday, my last week, I noticed a lot of development in my chest, specifically like the upper chest. Uh, I've been doing a lot of incline bench with dumbbells and I could see kind of just like my upper chest really uh, flourishing from that. So that's been nice. Um, But something I want to start doing, and I know a lot of people talk about this, like this is a very, this is not an original idea for me at all. But I've been thinking about recently trying to kind of change what I wear at the gym. Um, Because a lot of people, if they're doing arm day, they'll wear a tank top or uh, like they'll show off the muscle group that they're working on, which is completely normal. And it helps them with form. It helps them to feel motivated to see the striations in their shoulders when they're doing lat, uh, like lat arm raises or whatever. It's like you can, it helps. But I've been thinking about trying to cover up a little bit and uh, trying to work in silence more so. Uh, because I mean, like I post about it, and um, like I always do physique updates and everything on Instagram. But like I'm just kind of at this like awkward time now where it's like I'm changing, but like the changes are, and like the changes are happening quickly. I'm not going to say that the changes aren't happening quickly, Um, but I'm changing, but I'm just like, I'm not, I'm not where I want to be yet. And so I want to just like maybe take a month and just like wear long sleeves to the gym, wear um, like leggings instead of shorts and stuff like that. And I just like, I want to I I just, I want to work and I want to not worry about what I look like because also um, for me, I don't know if this is common for other females, but for me, I work harder at the gym when I don't care about how I look. Uh, so like if I go in the gym, just throw my hair up in whatever way it'll, it'll rest on my head. And if I just get to like go to town on my workout, then I notice that like, I just, I I don't know. I work harder. I pump harder. I just, whatever, like it's, it's a good workout. But if I, and like, sometimes if I go to the gym, sometimes I'll like put on makeup and I'll like have my hair looking real nice and I'll have a cute little outfit on. And yeah, sometimes that helps me too. It really just depends. Um, with quarantine right now, I, my, I don't have a job. Um, well, that's a lie. I have a job, but my job is on furlough. So that means I'm not working my job right now, uh, until they come back. Um, I chose a good industry to be in, apparently, uh, hospitality industry. So uh, not a whole lot of people are traveling right now. So hopefully when people start to travel, then then my job will come back. But we'll see. Um, anyway, uh, we're not worried about that. We're taking things one day at a time. 
when it comes to prep or also anything else. So moral of the story, things are fine. But, um, oh, what was I saying? Um, oh yeah. So since I don't have a job right now, I don't really have a lot of like excuses to go out and socialize unless I'm hanging out with someone or unless I'm going to the gym. So sometimes it does kind of help me feel a little bit more uh, like productive if I go to the gym and um, like kind of wear makeup and like I think I think girls are completely okay if they want to feel pretty like they you know they can do whatever they want uh, and sometimes like I said that just that means that I wear makeup and go to the gym you know um, so uh, yeah I mean we're gonna kind of try that out I actually after I get done with this podcast I'm gonna go to Goodwill and I'm going to go buy just some long sleeve t-shirts and uh we're gonna we're gonna see how this goes Uh, another thing is i get really really sweaty i have started drinking a gallon and a half of water a day uh per my coach's request and it's been great um but holy cow i get sweaty and so like that's another thing is like if i if i do wear makeup to the gym i always have to bring a makeup wipe for when i do cardio um because like it, it looks like my face is just crying and like i become all slick and like Oh, I get sweaty, but, um, I mean, that's just what cardio does though. Uh, so I need to get like long sleeve shirts that won't stink or that if they do stink, it doesn't matter because I'm not going to wear them like out. So like not cute outfits to wear to the gym so that I can make them smelly and it'll be fine, I guess. Um, realistically, I chose the worst possible time to start a fitness Instagram, uh, because the gyms closed down right when I started uh, for like a few months, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, things are going well though. Like I still feel optimistic. And like I said, I, it also kind of helps me mentally to realize that like, if, even if I cannot compete in 2020, 2021, like, I mean, the next year is going to happen anyway. So it's like, why not just give myself more time to grow, to build muscle. And, uh, I mean, bring a better package on stage because the last thing I want to do is rush into competing. I've heard of some people that have rushed into competing just because they wanted to get it done or like they wanted to do it by uh, a show date or whatever for whatever reason. And um, I mean, like it would, it could be a good experience. I know some coaches that would absolutely push to have someone just compete just for the experience of being in front of being in front of judges to figure out what they're looking for to get that critique specifically from the judges um and like that's fine I completely understand it but I want to win I want to go to nationals and so uh, I just like I want to shock people because I I do have a few people out there who specifically think that I'm not committed to this I have a few people out there that think that I'm all talk and no show and I mean I don't I don't mean to speak and be like oh I have haters because I definitely I don't have haters um, I'm, I'm a fairly nice girl. Uh, most people are indifferent about me or like me, or I guess if people don't like me, then it's, I don't know. It's not necessarily bodybuilding related. Maybe I, I don't really know. Like I, I really think that most people just don't care. So, but like, basically I just like, I want to win. And like the reason why I'm doing this, we're going to talk about this for a second. The reason why I'm competing is not for anyone else. Because if I was doing this for anyone else, I would have quit by now. Oh my gosh, I would have quit a long time ago. But like, this is for me, you know, I do this for me. uh, Because I want to see myself grow. I like pushing myself out of my comfort zone. Um, 
because like that's that's how you grow is I mean you're gonna get pushed out of your comfort zone eventually so it's like I would rather push myself out of my comfort zone little by little where I have at least a little bit of control as far as like how far out I get pushed because I feel like you've got to grow no matter what so if you don't push yourself I feel like you're gonna get thrown out of your comfort zone and if you get thrown out basically you're gonna respawn somewhere else in like the Fortnite community or like uh call of duty whatever you're gonna respawn and you're gonna be like where am i um also that was the lamest attempt i have ever made at a joke and i'm sorry about that um i will not do it again but basically like that's kind of what happens you guys get what i'm saying though is like i'm you're gonna get thrown out so basically i want to i want to do it myself i want to throw myself out of my comfort zone so i can at least know what direction i want to head um and i mean also like this year, I have, we're gonna, we're gonna throw a little positive spin on this, I guess. But this year, I have learned so much about myself, and I have grown in ways that I never even thought I could. Um, and I'm, okay, so I'm sure that this is a concept that is not unfamiliar to you guys, but let me try to explain it anyway. Basically, everyone has these habits, right? And they kind of come along with the seasons. And so basically, if you have a bad habit, um, what happens is like, your life is kind of like a record, or like a turntable. And the needle, if you play one song enough, the needle kind of gets stuck in that record or in that groove of the record. And so that's kind of like what a bad habit is like though, you know? And so what, like I had like these things that I would do or like not necessarily like bad habits, but like things I struggled with that there, it was just in this groove and I felt like I could never get out of it. But what I did is I took myself out of my comfort zone and I like, I mean, by being in quarantine, like I've learned so much and like, it's, it's literally like each week, I feel like I'm learning a different life lesson. And I, I mean, it's been incredible. Oh, it's been so hard. Oh gosh. It's been so hard. This is my first year after college trying to be an adult and like, oh my gosh, I chose one hell of a year to try. Like, it's just, this is the, the worst possible way I could have been introduced to the, uh, the adult world, I guess. And I mean, like, it's fine. I'm doing it. I'm doing all right. Today I woke up and I was happy. I'm going to go to bed and I'm probably going to be happy, you know? And then tomorrow, I mean, we'll figure tomorrow out when tomorrow comes. But uh, tomorrow I probably will wake up and I'll, you know... I'll probably be happy. Like, that's just, that's how it is. And something, the probably the biggest thing I learned overall is uh, how to create your own happiness. Um, because, I don't know. I mean, it, like, it's just important, you know? Like, why, why would you not be happy one day when you could be happy? I guess, I don't know. And like, I, I know that sounds like I'm oversimplifying it. Or trying to even oversell my idea of this whole concept. And I'm also, I'm aware I'm not the first person that's ever thought of this. But, um, like, it's so easy to worry about everything that's going to happen. To be quite honest, I have no idea what's going to happen with my job. I have no idea if I'm going to get rehired. I have no idea if I'm going to be living in Phoenix in a year. Or even in October. Like, I just don't know, you know? Um, and I'm absolutely worried. I'm honestly a little terrified. But... That's, I mean, like, that's all stuff that I don't have to worry about right now. And while I'm definitely taking some precautionary measures to make sure that I will be successful later, for example, saving money. I, I save my money 
And so, like, I will be financially okay. But, um, yeah, so, I mean, like, I'm being prepared, but I'm not worrying necessarily. I just, all I, the best I can do is be prepared. So, today when I wake up, the only thing I can really do is to prepare myself is just, I don't know, make sure I'm saving my money. I paid my rent today. That was fine. Um, but, like, it's just, I am creating my own happiness, though. I guess we're going to kind of go back to that because that's a lot more fun to talk about. But, um, like, people, if you, like, I'm surrounding myself by people who I can feel myself with, you know? Like, just between my friends and between my training partners and just everyone I've been hanging out with recently, I just, I feel so, so good. Like, they, I feel like everyone respects and appreciates me for myself. And that's, that's awesome. That feels amazing. Um, and, like, I just, like, I feel like I'm my best self right now because I'm learning, because I'm doing that whole pushing myself out of my comfort zone thing. But I'm also hanging out with people that love me. I'm hanging out with people that inspire me and push me to be better. But at the same time, they're they're happy and they're supportive and they appreciate who I am as a person. And, like, it's just such a unique combination because it's like I feel like I want to be better. But at the same time, I feel like I'm completely loved by everyone that I'm hanging out with right now. And, like, that's just, that's how it's got to be, you know? That's that's just how, that, that's how I do it. And even, even if, like, you, you don't have people or, like, uh, if you feel like you don't have a lot of friends that make you happy, like, I don't get my happiness from my friends. They attribute to my happiness, you know? Like, you got to make your own happiness. Because something I've noticed, too, is that, like, if you're, if you're happy, if you're content, uh, and if you are... Uh, Maybe we're not going to use the term content because that could refer to a lot of different things. But if you're happy and if you're doing your own thing, if you're riding solo, whatever, just living your life, people will be attracted to that. People love people who seem like they've got it all together. And even if you don't have it all together, I'll be the first to admit I have nothing together. Um, I definitely don't have anything all together. But uh, like people, once I started just kind of doing me, I noticed that people were drawn to that a little bit. Um, and like... I mean, like, it's it's literal. It's just science, you know? Like, if you see one lion out in the field versus, like, a whole pack of lions, like, people are going to be attracted to the pack of lions because they all seem to be very just self-sufficient. Um, and I guess that example wasn't really the dopest example I've ever done. But um, I don't know. Or, I mean, like, even with, like, girls and boys. Like, girls are attracted to guys that have a friend group, and guys are attracted to girls who don't seem like all they do is sit around and wait for them to text them back, you know, like make your life, do your life, you know, and then people will be attracted to you. And so, like I said, just between my unique situation right now, where I, I have both friends who push me to be better, but I also have friends that are just fun and who appreciate me for who I am. Like I, I'm, I'm doing great. Like I said, I'm, I'm happy. And, uh, and that's something that's been it's been nice um for sure it's been nice and so it's been a while since my last podcast and I know I say that literally every podcast but I actually recorded probably two or three podcasts recently and I scrapped them because I felt like they were all kind of like oh what was me oh life sucks oh quarantine prep on quarantine how the hell am I supposed to do it um but that's absolutely not it at all you know like um and I didn't like that. I didn't like that feel. I didn't like that vibe. I didn't like who I was. I felt like I was just anxious all the time. And 
I didn't like that, you know? I didn't like what it did to me. So, I, I, I don't know. I, I decided that this would be a better podcast to do because I'm in a much better place right now um, because I have because I have my own happiness. I learned how to create my own happiness. And that's probably been the biggest thing that I learned in quarantine. So, yeah. Okay, so this has been so much fun to talk about. Um, next, next podcast, I'm probably going to talk about something a little bit more like functional when it comes to bodybuilding. Um, maybe we could talk about diet or we can talk about uh, vitamins or like if anyone has any questions too, feel free to let me know. Follow me on Instagram at Sarah's Figure. Like I said, that is S A R A S F I G U R E. Sarah's Figure, all in word. Uh, hit me up on there. Hit me up. Uh, no, that'll be the way to hit me up. Yeah, for sure. Um, and just like if you have questions or if you have anything you want me to talk about, if you want to be interviewed for this podcast, oh my gosh, please let me know. I would love to interview you. Um, and. We're going to do this thing. Whatever it is that you're doing, you're going to do it. Whatever it is I'm doing, I'm going to do it. Life is good, okay? You guys have a wonderful day. Thank you.